How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori here on The Writer's Way. Hello again, writers. Welcome back to The Writer's Way podcast. If we haven't met, I'm Lori. It's very nice to meet you. Happy January again, everybody. Today on the show, I have 10 tips for you if you're getting ready to market your book. You've seen others make it look so easy. You've tried doing it yourself a few times, but it never seems to go to plan. Every time you get close to figuring out your book marketing, something goes wrong. Maybe you run out of steam. Maybe you get distracted. Maybe there's a pandemic and all your kids and your spouse are at home and you can't concentrate because the world is going to shit. Uh, That's totally normal. (laughs) And you're not alone, but it's time to change. Time to change that. And this time, when you make a go of it, you're going to be ready. So I want you to think about picking a system that works for you, and then you're going to implement it. But before that, you have to get your mind ready. You have to really get your mindset set properly uh, if you really want this time to be different. So I'm going to give you some tips that I know work. I've spent the past few years helping people just like you figure out how to market their books. And I've seen people who start off with the best of intentions, uh, super positive, excited, enthusiastic. Uh, sometimes they make it through to the last hurdle and, and they quit, but that's not going to be you. That's not going to be today. So here are 10 tips and tricks that should help. And if you listen to the end, I have something exciting that I think you're really going to love hearing about at the end of the show. Okay, tip number one. Before you start, always write down your plan. Maybe it's not a full-blown system yet, but if you have a system, write it down somewhere, not on 10 sticky notes. Either put it in a Google Doc, put it in a marketing notebook, put it somewhere. Why? Because if you don't, you know how it all too often ends up, especially lately. You get busy, you get distracted, you miss a few days or a few weeks of working on the book business. And then when you finally come back, you have no idea where you were at. You have no idea what you were planning to do. And it feels like starting over at first base. Is that the proper analogy? (laughs) It feels like starting over at step one or even like the pre-step again, because when you finally get an hour to sit down, you have no idea what you were supposed to do. So what ends up happening, you throw spaghetti all over the digital wall and then you feel super bummed when nothing works. So at the very least, if you write down your plan, even if it's just for the first quarter, January, February, March, here's what my plan is. I'm going to post on social twice a week, a thoughtful, engaging post twice a week. I'm going to email my list twice a month, you know, things like that. I'm going to run a free ebook promotion. I'm going to network with some author friends, those kinds of things. Write it down so that you know what you're planning. And even if it doesn't happen, at least you can remember what your plan was. You'll be, you'll be farther ahead than if you hadn't written it down. Okay, tip number two. Avoid doing what this author or that author is doing because no one is in the same place as you. No one has the same life circumstances as you. And that game of comparison is never, never a good game. You'll never win it. It's better to develop a marketing plan that will work for you, for your situation, for your life circumstances. So it means assessing where you're at and then implementing it in a way that works for your life. If you don't have the time to be on social media for hours a day, then that is not your primary marketing channel, right? 
if you try to emulate somebody else, if you try to just do what other people are doing or what they tell you to do, chances are really good. You're just going to end up quitting. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to be disappointed and possibly even feel ashamed of yourself. Definitely embarrassed, right? We don't want that to happen. So you need a plan that is specific to you and your circumstances. When you begin um, anything, so even if you've been at this for a while, but you're starting a new plan or a new system or just 2021, and now you feel like it's a, a restart, a reset, often we just, we feel unsure of ourselves. And so what really helps in my experience is to jump in with a group of friends somewhere. So um, you can jump in with a group of my friends on Facebook. We're called the Writers Club, like my last name. Uh, if you go to my personal profile, you should be able to find the link to that. It's a great place to be. All the authors in there um, fill my bucket every week and just really make my heart happy. It's 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 really just a lovely place. Um, but if you don't want to do that, that's cool. Grab a few friends that are in the same stage as you. So grab, uh, you know, ask people, where are you at? What are you doing? What are your plans? Do you have any goals? Do you want to be in like a group with me? And you can do those rooms in Facebook. You can do Zoom calls. Or if you're like me, uh, I just voice message with my business buddies like all day long back and forth. But I have to say, it helps so much to be able to talk to somebody who gets it because, you know, um, no fault of their own. But often the people we live with, they just don't get it. And it's not their fault. We still love them. They're just not not doing the same things. They're not in the same world, right? So, so that was tip number three, find some business buddies and connect with them at least weekly if you can. Tip number four, I've seen this happening even recently. Don't let one bad review sink you. Now it's hard. It's heartbreaking. Sometimes it even feels like devastating when you get those horrible one-star scathing reviews. You feel like, should I give up? Should I pull my book? Should I go hide in a hole? Um, but think about it. Think about it like red cowboy boots. Some people work really hard to get red cowboy boots and they cherish them. Others like you, perhaps you don't get it. And <laughs> you just wonder what's with those red boots, but it's about life experience. It's about context and everybody has different experience and different context. It's like Hawaiian pizza. Your book will be like Hawaiian pizza to some people. Now, pizza and boots don't get their feelings hurt when people say bad things about them, but that's actually the great thing about you. You're not pizza. Uh, I hope that helps. Pizza and red cowboy boots. <laughs> okay, tip number five is it's okay to take a break if you have to. Now, this one is very, very specific to book marketing and book publishing in a pandemic, which is happening right now. Um, but, you know, you can take this advice to heart anytime you're having like life happen, which happens a lot. I was talking to an author today who is feeling a bit badly that her life was just so busy. She feels like, you know, I have no time for book marketing. But if there's anything that we've learned this past year, it's the people we love and we surround ourselves, they're important. They take precedence, right? We have to take care of them so that they can take care of us when we need it. It's a different story if your family's relying on your book income to eat. So if that's the case and you're struggling, get in touch with me and I can help you. But if that's not your case, it's okay to take a break sometimes, okay? If this is not going to make or break you financially, take a break for a month and focus on the really important things in life. 
Tip number six, as you get closer to your goal, you really need to watch out for something called imposter syndrome. So raise your hands if you've heard of imposter syndrome. I think we all have, right? Um, It has a way of rearing its head right before or right after a big goal is achieved. And it sounds sometimes like this. Who am I even to be writing a book? Who am I to even think that I can do this? Does that sound familiar? Sometimes it's cleverly disguised as this book sucks and it's not worthy of being published. And I'm not getting sales because it's unworthy of being purchased. So here's what I want you to do if you find yourself um, dealing with these kinds of conversations in your head, because it's a really, it's a big thing. It's a real thing. Most of us, I would say, probably struggle with this at times. Uh, so I can't really address it in three sentences here on the podcast, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to refer you back to my tip number three, because no one will give you a better kick in the butt that than a great business buddy right? Somebody who gets it and can sympathize and empathize, but then can also say, shake it off. (laughs) Taylor Swift should be all of our business buddies. I wonder if we can do that. Okay. Tip number seven, you will always find negative people about. So sometimes they hang out in the review section, like we talked about, but sometimes they are in author groups that we hang out in. And sometimes it's not necessarily just straight up negativity. Sometimes it's just straight up somebody rubs you the wrong way. When somebody else starts bringing you down, I want you to be proactive. Search out the positive comments. Search out the positive people. Force yourself to read them and then read them a second time. And this is what's going to help you when you start getting down from that negativity. For some silly reason, our brains give more weight and more space to the negative things. So we have to be proactive and drown that negativity out. And we do it by focusing on the positive and reading it and rereading it and maybe rereading it again. Also, you can go back to number three and get a positive business buddy and get them to uh, to help you drown out that negativity as well. Okay, we're on tip number eight already. This is a great one for me, for all of you that are like me who have squirrel syndrome. Make yourself a schedule. Write it down. Don't just make it in your head. Make a schedule to follow um, and then do your very best to follow it. Treat it like it's a doctor's appointment. Treat it like it's um, a dentist appointment that you've already paid for. Planning to work on your book business three times a week consistently is so much better than working on it furiously for a week and then ghosting on the whole thing for months. So if you plan it, and you don't overdo it, even one time a week to start off with. If you're starting at nothing right now, start off at one time a week, a day that you know you have an hour, block it off on your planner, write it down, tell everybody in your family to leave you alone, put a sign on the door, whatever works. Um, Do that and do it consistently. Number nine, as you get closer to your goal, whether it's publishing or marketing or whatever your goal is, oh my goodness, you guys all have goals, right? Can you please send me a message if you need help with goal setting and maybe we can do a show or a training in the Facebook group about that. Lori at Lori Writer is how you can reach me, but I need to know as I say this, it occurs to me that maybe we need some some work on goal setting. So send me a message if you feel like, yes, that's you. Um, So here's what I say when when you're getting closer to reaching your goal, because this helps with so many different aspects of the um, mental journey. 
um, share about it. Be loud and keep sharing because people see a lot less of what we put out there than we than we think they do. Take your audience and your followers on the journey with you. And here's a great way to think of it. Think of it as sharing the chance to be the light in somebody else's life. And I'm not talking about you being the light, (laughs) honey boo boo. No, I'm talking about giving that chance to somebody else, letting them be the light in your life. And that might sound like super narcissistic, but it's not like you're like that all the time. You're giving somebody the chance to be a cheerleader and cheerleading for people is something that makes us feel good. And so as I say, give that chance to other people, I want to also remind you to take that chance yourself and return the favor. Be the cheerleader. Be the cheerleader first and as often as you can. And take note of how it makes you feel. I think that it will be really uplifting for when you do that for other people. And then you'll realize that if you give that chance to your audience and your followers, it's actually, you know, it's a bit of a gift for them bit of a gift for us all to be able to spread positivity, wouldn't you say, right now, currently? Okay, this is our last tip. When you reach your destination, whatever that might be, I want you to allow yourself the chance to enjoy the moment. Have a drink or have a cookie or however you like to celebrate. Maybe some nookie rhymes with cookie. (laughs) Make sure that you know how proud of yourself you are because so often we blow past our goals. Once we set them and achieve them, we just blow past them. So journal about it so that you can revisit this moment of pride and accomplishment. You know, something interesting happens so often with us creatives. Once we reach that destination, the goal that we've set for ourselves, often we realize, hey, that wasn't the actual end. That's not the destination. That was just a rest stop. And if we don't stop and enjoy the view where we are from time to time, we just, we end up pushing forward, pushing forward, setting more goals, more goals, more goals, which of course is good and will make us successful. But it can also, um, it can also, you know, really eat away at that feeling of accomplishment when we don't realize how far we've come, when we don't realize that we've hit destination after destination after destination. So stop and enjoy the moment, have a cookie, journal about it, and then revisit it every once in a while because you are proud of yourself. At least I hope you are. You should be. I'm proud of you. So I hope that you are just as proud of yourself. This is my last tip. This is a bonus tip. Don't wait. Don't wait until you feel ready. Don't wait until you have all your ducks in a row. Uh, Something else we've learned this year, you know, the chance just might not ever come. So start, just start. Start today because really we learn best from the doing, even if we're not successful. It's something we teach our children to do, right? Just try just try it and see what happens. And then you will learn and grow and get better. And it will be fantastic. So kudos to you. You've listened to the end. You get to be one of the first ones to hear about something exciting happening on starting on the 26th and lasting for a week. I am thrilled to be involved in an upcoming info stack. And it's an info stack that is dedicated specifically to Kidlet. If you don't know what these are, I am addicted to them. It's a problem. I'll admit it. Um, it's a cool uh, thing that I've recently learned about. Not recently, probably for a few years now, because like I said, I've bought quite a few of them. But um, these companies put these stacks together. And for this one, there's 30 offers all together for one price of $49. 
So 30 offers things like templates, ebooks, masterclasses, courses, things like that, all dedicated to you, kidlit authors, to help you grow and improve your book businesses. Um, they're super exciting and it's just, it's such a great deal that, um, you know, that it's hard, it's hard to pass it up. So it's going to be start be starting to go on sale because I'm the robot now. It's it's going to open up on the 26th and the sale lasts for a week. And then you have all year to slowly work your way through it. So what I'm going to do once I find out um exactly the 30 items that are in the stack. I'm going to put together a bonus for people who buy with my link because it is an affiliate thing. I um, I have one of my great courses involved in the info stack, but um, it's, a, it's a huge discount off my course alone. So what I'm going to do as a bonus for people who buy through my link is I'm going to put together sort of... Um, a roadmap, let's call it. So a roadmap for if you're a beginner and you're not published yet, and then a roadmap for if you're kind of a novice, you're published, but you still don't have your footing over you, under you. And then a third roadmap um, for those of you who you could, you know, you've been around for a while and you consider yourself advanced and you kind of know what you're doing because um, when you have 30 offers, it's really hard to know where to start and, and what to do with them. So I'm going to put together three roadmaps for everybody. And, um, you know, this year, if you're ready to commit the time and some energy to your book marketing, content marketing is what is so, so effective, but it's also easily, you know, overwhelming. And especially if you're just starting out. So, um, my course that I have contributed to the info stack is the content marketing course that sells for $149. So you can see just for that one course, you're saving a hundred dollars and there's still 29, at least other things. And I've, I've got a sneak peek at a couple of things, very exciting, but I don't, I don't know about all of them to tell you yet. Anyway, if you're on my email list, if you're in my Facebook group, then you'll hear more about the stack next week. Hopefully I'll, I'll have more in information and I can start on those roadmaps for you. I can't wait to share about all the things that are in it. So I hope you enjoyed these 10 tips today. Talk to you all soon here on The Writer's Way. 